Hello and welcome to Bible Brothers, the podcast where we read the Bible from front to back. I'm not going to say, this is the last time, I'm, I'm not going to say any more, uh, like, and that's the end of it, or, you know, mm. that's it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? You're changing it up again. I, I just got, it just got tiresome for me. It's, at some point, it's just going to be you, it's just going to be silent when we start the podcast. Yes, and the, I've, our audience will be so uh, synced up that they'll just, they'll know that when it begins. I feel like there's some like religion, like some like meditation or something where it's like you pause. Yeah. Everyone just does a collective pause for 20 seconds and then just kind of like the leader just resumes. Mm, Collective pause. Maybe we start the podcast with a collective pause. Anyway, my name is Robert Padnick. With me as always is Dan Klein. Hello, Dan. Hi, Robert. I was just drinking water because there's something in my throat. No, you sound good. Now I sound sound refreshed. You sound gravelly. We have a lot to cover uh, on this episode. A, we just changed the beginning. Yeah, that's huge. So let us know how you feel about that, BibleBrothersPodcast at gmail.com. We're just going to say we read the Bible from front to back, and that's that's all you're going to hear about it, because that's all we do. That is all we do. We don't have to defend it. There was another, because I was listening to another podcast, which shall not be named. Uh, it's not the sexy uh, preacher. Thank God. Who I will never listen to, <laughs> because I know that if I heard his sexy voice the siren song i would be hooked yes no it's some other podcast and they do this like just like little comedy bit at the beginning and they do it over and over again it's hardly even a comedy bit it's more just like comedy of just saying the same weird thing at the beginning mm-hmm. i was like you guys have been doing this for way just stop just stop it's enough it's enough just do something different if there's something that the bible brothers do it's read the bible and keep it fresh yeah the only thing that's consistent is that we're going to be reading the bible Everything That's else it. is on the table. Who knows? And, you know, even our, we, as we've said many times, even our own, whether we're here is not up to us. We don't, yeah, we, that's out of our control. Here's what else is new. Well, I'm going to save it. Okay. A little friend of mine is back in the building, but there's a key moment when we'll employ it. Hint. Oh, hint. I was, <laughs> I was like, who? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's really usually only me and Robert. So, gosh, no, I wonder no, no. who this little there's guy. Another, <laughs> there's another little guy. It's Uz and Buzz or Hitham and Tithem. <laughs> it's one of them. Yeah, yeah I have Thumum in my pocket. <laughs> Hello. 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 I, I, I can answer all your questions. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah, no, it's not Umum or Thumum. Okay. It's not Uz or Buzz. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but here's what I wanted to share was I had a little Bible moment. You know, as you as you know, Dan, I, I got married. Woo! This previous weekend, husband Robert is here. Husband Robert, I'm showing off the ring. Yes, I see it. Camera. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. We had a great time. And anyway, uh, like we were having like bagels before the wedding at my my parents' house, and my sister was like, "Oh, at this part of the wedding ritually, you're supposed to the Jewish man is supposed to read this week's Torah portion as like his family." like heckles him, like drinks alcohol and like heckles him. And like, it's like a fun thing, I guess. Goofy. It's a good, the goofier side of Judaism. (laughs) It's as goofy as Judaism's getting. (laughs) Let's read the Torah. But hey, we'll have a little fun with it. We like to have a little fun once in your life. I wonder when that tradition started, because it obviously didn't originate with the Torah. I don't even know if it's real. Oh, okay. But that's what she said anyway. And so we looked up what the Torah portion was. It was Leviticus. (gasps) I felt like it meant something, but I was, you know, I was too busy to really like parse 
Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? But still, I love it. I love when the Bible is starting to come up in our regular lives because, again, that is partially why we started this was that we were annoyed about all the, I think, just Bible the Bible things that we didn't know world. about. Even though still, like, and this happens every time a Bible thing pops up in our lives, so far all we've been able to muster when it happens is, oh, I, uh, yeah, I, I just, I know that. I've heard of that. I heard that. <laughs> I think that's all it really is, except that a long time ago, less happened in the world. So it maybe was a bigger deal that there was a coincidence. Yeah, maybe because like my sister's like, oh, wow. OK, so tell me what you tell us. Something. And I was like, I don't know. You're like, well, it was mentioned and I was interested. Yeah. And honestly, I forget half the things I say. So, yeah, I don't know what Rachel or Leah really. I forgot about them. Yeah, she actually didn't even know I had a Bible podcast, my sister. And she was pretty mad when she heard. Wow. Why? Because she doesn't want you to read the Bible? Or just no, because she, she was, <laughs> yeah, because she's like the Antichrist. <laughs> no, because <laughs> don't read that. <laughs> How dare you? You know what this will do to me. I am melting. <laughs> uh, my powers are dwindling with every person who reads the book. No, because uh, she was just like, oh, yeah, I don't know, just because like she wants to know the things that are going on in my life. It was actually a nice reason. Well, congratulations, Robert. We're so happy for you. Everyone Thank in the you. God Squad, right? I think I speak on behalf of the God Squad when we say congrats on a big hurrah from the God Squad. From the God Squad. Speaking of the God Squad, we got a new member. And uh, Robert, you might have seen this member recently because her name is Julia. And I believe she's ding, 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 ding. Hello, friend. <laughs> Hello, old friend. Also, you know, I got uh, the bell back from my dad. Yeah, that double special meaning. That means your dad's OK. Yeah, my dad's healthy enough that I could take back his emergency bell. <laughs> He's like, there are no more emergencies. Don't worry. I don't need this. Oh, my gosh. I'm jinxing him right now. I know. He's right. Lo- somewhere in Los Angeles. Help me. <laughs> Silently shaking his <laughs> Waving hand. Waving his hand. What's why isn't it dinging? Now what what um how what was his mood when he gave it back? Cuz what if it was like a suicide thing? If he's I'll like I'll be totally honest, I didn't even I my mom gave me the bell back. She's like just I, take I didn't it. I want him. this guy she said, take it. Out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so your mom is murdering your dad by being know. like, "Well, why didn't you ring the bell?" Is his, oh, yeah. like, his last breath. Back. You need it for your podcast too. Yeah, Announce it's too the important. God Squad. We only have one bell in the family. Uh, yes. Lord knows the God Squad can't afford it right now because of Cooper stealing all of the funds. Yeah, just because he edits <sighs> day and night. <sighs> oh, yes, he's just like a giant. It's like um. One of those, like, I think I saw a YouTube video of a Russian family that, li- like, has a bear as a pet. And it's uh-huh. like, it eats 250 pounds of fish every day or something. And you're like, <laughs> oh, my God, that sounds very stressful. So that's what Cooper is. He's just, we're just piling He's the bear fish in into Russian his family. Mouth. And so we've got Julia. Thank you so well, much. I know Julia. Hello, Julia. Hello, Julia's sister-in-law. My, my sister-in-law. Hello, sister. A that's double ring-a-ding-ding. Ring-a-ding-ding for family. And then um, another ring-a-ding-ding to our friend Adam, who we keep toying with his um, stimulus check. Oh, yeah. Who, we, did we... we bet each other He's about... really dangling that stimulus check. Yes, yeah. Let's blame it on Adam. He's the one that... Is making this... He's the manipulator yes, of Ad... the situation. Adam is like our god here. You know, we don't <laughs> know what the reasons are, but we know we have to do it. But Adam, we uh, we... Robert and I wagered his stimulus check over when they stop ringing church bells. Oh, yeah. I'm interested. I looked it up and I honestly couldn't find an answer. What time do 
church bells, bells stop. stop or do they stop ever so people can sleep in the middle of the night yeah i don't did know adam tell us Adam did not tell us, but he did say he never got his, his stimulus check yet. Uh, maybe he he wanted to ask if maybe the Bible Brothers Corp, anyone there knew Joe Biden. So we'll try and talk to them during our next very long meeting. He didn't get it? Uh, he has not gotten it yet, and um, but he did raise his Patreon payment to $12.12, 12 for the 12 tribes of Israel, and 12 for the spoiler alert. 12 apostles. Okay, spoiler alert. I don't know who those guys are. Don't know 12, don't know what an apostle is, but thank you, Adam. And, thank you, um, Adam, but you can't be raising your, your. I mean. <laughs> if you need that stimulus check. Sounds like you need the money to stay stimulated. It's Yes, yeah, otherwise you'll get so bored you'll just stop. Until that check comes along. Well, I leave it to Adam. I appreciate it, and if anyone knows anything about church bells, let us know. Maybe we'll be getting some emails this week that we could talk about it next week. But wait, but not to call you on it. But what was the connection you made? Why did you bring up the church bells? I think because of the ding a ding ding bell. Oh, it just... I think we were literally just talking about how we talk too long in the beginning and don't get to the Bible, and we're doing it now talking about the bell again. I was just curious. I thought it had to do with Adam, but it didn't. It was un. Is it unrelated? Unrelated, but we just knew that that's where we can get some money to make it an interesting bet. Don't any of our listeners live in a in a neighborhood where there is a church bell that goes off every like can someone just speak to their own experience? I'm sure we might be we we just released that episode, so you know oh, we so people given... check your inbox. Check your inbox, uh Bible Bros, but nothing yet, just the stimmy uh mentioned from Adam, which is very nice. And Adam, thanks for the boost. Thanks for the boost, Adam. You're like you're now you're more you're like two God Squad members plus. Yeah, you're like an executive producer of the podcast. <laughs> Last time in the Bible, we talked about cleaning our weenies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. And arguably one of the best moments in the Bible so far is one of the um, top FAQs for uh, genital discharge was, well, what if the guy with the discharge spits on me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the top questions. Oh, yeah. Am I going to get it? Am I going to get sick? Because <laughs> he's mad. <laughs> so hopefully we learn more about this guy or more. I want to know the, more about that guy. Yeah, more about the people that have been getting spat on. Just he's like, like everyone. the Larry David of the, yeah. of the ancient days. You want to clean like my wiener? grosser. <laughs> now you got just it. Truly filthy man. I almost don't want to do this next chapter. I'm in, just enjoying reminiscing about that previous chapter yeah it was it was, it was some good ones it was a good one but proceed we must so mm-hmm. open up those musty old bibles blow it off the dust off Greek. spooky and open it to leviticus chapter 16 and the lord spake unto moses after the death of the two sons of aaron when they offered before the lord and died wow so that he's finally going to bring it up. Yeah, that's nice. It's like, oh. Okay, now that yeah, I've got. I guess we I'm, should talk about. <laughs> I've talked about the houses, which was really important. The lepers. A little bit about pregnancy. And of course, weenies. Um, I noticed um, your sons died a, a little bit ago. Yeah, it seemed like. What happened to them? Didn't they They started a fire a... that God didn't like and he burned them up immediately. Jeez. They didn't even get to. Um, um, apologize. Or, no. And nothing. So let's see. Let's yes. He's like, oh, oh no. He spoke. He's no. Now he's speaking to Moses, not Aaron. He's still not talking to Aaron. And the Lord said unto Moses, Speak unto Aaron thy brother, 
that he come not at all times into the holy place within the veil before the mercy seat, which is upon the ark, that he die not, for I will appear in the cloud upon the mercy seat. So he's saying, don't don't come in, don't come behind the curtain, because, you know, if he does, if he intrudes, he'll die. Oh. But I'll talk, I'll be in the clouds. I could talk to him there, I guess. So I guess okay. he's setting up a meeting. Thus shall Aaron come into the holy place with a young bullock for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. He shall put on the holy linen coat and he shall have the linen breeches upon his flesh and shall be girded with a linen girdle and with the linen mitre shall he be attired. These are holy garments. Therefore shall he wash his flesh in water and so put them on. And he shall take of the congregation of the children of Israel two kids of the goats for a sin offering and one ram for a burnt offering. And Aaron shall offer his bullock of the sin offering which is for himself and make an atonement for himself and for his house. And he shall take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And Aaron shall cast lots upon the two goats, one lot for the Lord and the other lot for the scapegoat. Oh, that's interesting. Scapegoat. Yeah. Is this the first scapegoat? Is that the first scapegoat? Now, why why does Aaron have to make an atonement? Because his yeah, sons like, died? So he owes him an ap- I know. I'm kind of just like... What's is this related? I don't. Yeah, like he has to apologize that his sons died or something, and now he has to do another. Uh, yeah, why do I offering? have to make a sin offering? I'm fine. Yeah, well, now I'm like <laughs> I'm in the middle of like killing a couple birds and like yeah, checking like, houses. <laughs> maybe you owe me a goat. That would be great because I'm hungry again. I haven't had a barbecue in a long time. Yeah, and uh, again, my kids died, so I'm not in the best mood to. To deal with all this. And also, I'm not allowed in the place that I'm supposed to go in. I have to, like, he's like, eh, I don't want, I, I don't bring Aaron into that behind the curtain. Let's just talk from the clouds. Yeah, it's like, I feel like he got demoted. A little for, bit. like, no reason. What does it mean in verse 8 that Aaron shall cast lots, lots upon the two ghosts? What are lots? <laughs> Honestly, mine says he is to cast sacred lots. Oh. And my... What is a what is lots? I feel like it's like I keep thinking it's like rolling dice. He's gonna he's gonna have to roll some dice and like you gotta hit cast it. your cast lots. He's gotta hit, hit a seven. Two, hit those two goats. <laughs> hit the goats. Get the goats. Come on. <laughs> I want. I don't know. Uh, well, that sounds fun. I would love that if they like started doing some gambling. It's just weird to me already that you know the last chapters have been about like look here's what you do when you have lepers and that almost seems kind of important to have written down but it's weird that it then just becomes this very personal like God and Aaron are gonna talk I know it's just weird to me that like people are still reading about this today it almost seems kind of private uh I don't know I'm kind of bored it's like it yeah. just is like more of this sacrifice stuff yeah he he couched it in something else but then he went right back to like very boring sacrifice yeah all right well then maybe we'll learn what a scapegoat yeah. is maybe it'll that'll be that'll be something something and aaron shall bring the goat upon which the lord's lot fell and offer him for a sin offering but the goat on which the lot fell to be the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the lord to make an atonement with him and to let him go for a scapegoat into the wilderness all right, I'm going to just quickly, I think it's worth our time yeah. to learn. What is cast lots? Cast mean? lots. What? It's, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I, I can't wait. It says the ancient practice of casting lots would be the same as throwing dice or what? flipping a coin we commonly use today. What? Why did you guess that? Well, because I mean, it's because I, I, it was somewhere in my, you know, clearly... In my brain somewhere. Someone has said cast lots to you or something when you were 
in your big gambling days. Yeah, cast those, cast those lots. Yeah, as you're like playing drunken. You got kicked out of a casino in Vegas, but you were still gambling in an alley. Oh, okay. Cleo, Claromancy is is a sort of uh, okay. Gotcha. So there's this there's this type of divination, like reading tea leaves or mm. like looking at the sky, called Claromancy, which is where you roll dice. And the meaning and and the whatever you roll is like what God wanted. It's like the will of God. Okay, so it's like if I roll a high number, it's That's God what, wanted me to have. So if you roll goats, it's like God wants that. Come on, goats. Okay, so there's some sort of betting involved. <laughs> and then I'm going to put origin of scapegoat. They're betting. And then um, I think once we learn both of these things, I think this chapter is really going to. It's certainly interesting that Aaron is like, hey, come here. Put on all your costume stuff and uh, let's start rolling some dice to see what happens. Yes, that's now it's starting to heat up. Yeah. Okay. In Leviticus, basically, it was a goat that was designated for absolute removal of the people's sins with the literal removal of the goat and outcast in the desert as part of the ceremonies of atonement that began. So once the goat leaves, he's like clean of his sins or something? Yeah. But why would they not kill that goat? Isn't that the point of the killing, the sacrificing? Maybe they do. They once a year, you take two you take two goats, present them at the door of the tabernacle. Two goats are chosen by lot. One's a blood sacrifice and the other's the scapegoat to be sent away into the wilderness. The blood of the slain goat is taken behind the sacred veil and sprinkled on the mercy seat. And yeah, I guess that scapegoat is just see ya. See you later. You represent all the sins of the people. My understanding of scapegoat, I would think it's the the goat that was ki- is killed is the scapegoat, right? Like he absorbs, like you blame him, he absorbs mm-hmm. the sins or whatever, and he's you're atoned for it. That's how I would think of it. Well, yeah, I, I, I yeah, you'd think that would be worse, but they're saying, but casting him out is even worse. That's also bad as well it's because like, he's not even like given as like a divine you're no friend gift. Of mine. You're not even you're ignored, sort of, by God. And does it have anything to do with escape? Oh, escape goat. It is weird that they just made up a word. I would call it an in an in an, an escape goat. I would call it an escape goat. Right, because he's sort of escaping. He's escaping people. But it is weird that they're like, and that's going to be the scapegoat. And and everyone has to be like, what is a scapegoat, sir? Yeah, and they didn't even have Wikipedia. No, so they're like, okay, got it, got it. Keep, I'll keep listening. Hopefully I can put this together. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, I think he just fully invented a concept. Yeah. That he's not going to explain at all. God's doing his lines of coke and is like, yeah. that's the scapegoat. Yeah, roll the dice. Yeah, come on, baby, <laughs> roll the dice. Let's get a scapegoat. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, I still barely understand what's happening, but that's fine. And Aaron shall bring the bullock of the sin offering, which is for himself, and shall make an atonement for himself and for his house, and shall kill the bullock of the sin offering, which is for himself. And he shall take a censer full of burning coals of fire from off the altar before the Lord, and his hands full of sweet incense, beaten small, and bring it within the veil. And he shall put the incense upon the fire before the Lord, that the cloud of the incense may cover the mercy seat that is upon the testimony, that he die not. And he shall take of the blood of the bullock and sprinkle it with his finger upon the mercy seat eastward. And before the mercy seat shall he sprinkle of the blood with his finger seven times. I'm 
so glad we don't have a guest this week. I know, I know. This is rough stuff. This it's also, I can't believe how I would re- be apologizing. Oof, I can't believe how repetitive this is. And I can't believe, like, poor Aaron, he has to do this stuff so often for everyone else that he's got to be like, hold on, I have to do this again. But I guess it's going to determine how God feels about my dead sons or something or uh, <laughs> like, or how I think it's one of those things like in a movie where you're like, okay, now how's the person who did the bad thing going to certainly this is like, he's going to apologize for the bad thing. You're like, oh my gosh, he's, he's just starting to give more instructions about other stuff. He's yeah. going to pretend like this didn't, he's just like doubling down. Yes. Yeah. He's digging his heels in. Like, this is pretty dark. This he's is not, weird. He, like, God can't apologize. God cannot. This was the time to apologize. And he's, but like, he's just creating a whole other system of like, here's how we'll deal with that instead yeah. of, you know, opening up and being vulnerable. Yeah. Or saying like, this was my fault. It's that was like, my fault. Or like, Hey, that sometimes that happens and it's a shame. No. Then shall he kill the goat of the sin offering that is for the people and bring his blood within the veil and do with that blood as he did with the blood of the bullock and sprinkle it upon the mercy seat and before the mercy seat. And he shall make an atonement for the holy place because of the uncleanness of the children of Israel and because of their transgressions and all their sins. And so shall he do for the tabernacle of the congregation that remaineth among them in the midst of their uncleanness. (laughs) I hear you. The energy's go, going down per word. Shocking <laughs> that this is the chapter, by the way, after we're talking genital discharge. You're, discharge man spits in your face. Yeah. Like, I think in our minds, you know, we create patterns and we're like, okay, if the last chapter was about discharge man spitting, who knows where we're going with the next one? And for it to be so boring is just a double letdown. And certainly if you're done, if if you're done talking about a thing and move on to a different subject, your brain isn't like, I want, I bet they'll come back to the subject. They totally, you know, it's like that part is brutal to me. Yeah. That it's like way from before, like, thank goodness that's over. Yeah. But it's like, like, oh, that would, that stunk, but we're done. But at least we're moving on to discharge and what lepers, like what yeah. other nasty freaks are we going to be talking about? And he's like, oh yeah, by the way, yeah. this thing that happened and I'm not going to really like get into it. I'm just going to get into this complicated thing to talk my way out of it. The sprinkling the blood, you sprinkle the blood. This is all for yourself. This is for himself. No, thanks. Okay. Vigor time. We should wish we had a sound effect. Maybe that's what we could do. (laughs) (laughs) Some sort of charging up. uh... (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like from Pacific Rim or something like them getting in the the suits. Cool. Robotic. Here we go. And there shall be no man in the tabernacle of the congregation when he goeth in to make an atonement in the holy place until he come out and have made an atonement for himself and for his household and for all the congregation of Israel. And he shall go out unto the altar that is before the Lord and make an atonement for it and shall take of the blood of the bullock and of the blood of the goat and put it upon the horns of the altar round about. And he shall sprinkle of the blood upon it with his finger seven times and cleanse it and hallow it from the uncleanness of the children of Israel. And when he hath made an end of reconciling the holy place, and the tabernacle of the congregation, and the altar, he shall bring the live goat. And Aaron shall lay both his hands upon the head of the live... I'm still going. I know, it started to tipple. (laughs) Not your fault. Not your fault, we do not blame you. Before you, maybe you could charge up what, what is like... It's so upsetting to me that Aaron has to be by himself. As he does this, because it's like maybe in Aaron's mind, it's like, okay, I know I have to do these things, but at least someone can help me. And God's like, no, no, no. You're going to like do all of this alone by yourself. Oh, did he say that? I just he did. He said no out. one else is allowed in. 
by the uh-huh. way, when uh, when you're doing this stuff. Yeah, this stinks. And it seems like he's mixing messages that he started to talk about, like, the sins of all the Israelites or something. I feel like we haven't gotten that much of there, that. There, and what did they do? I'm not sure. Is, he, Is like, he still mad about that party? Yeah, the sick party. Get over it. It was cool. Yes, I mean, of all people, I, I it's shocking, like, how much he holds on to. You would think, you know, this cosmic If I was guy, at that party, I'd be like, dude, you made me drink the statue. <laughs> That the gold statue, I'm. That I hurt. think like that sucked. Like, can you just get over it? I'm literally like pooping out gold, molten gold. gold. It sucks. I'm. I got sick, man. You're not supposed to drink that stuff. And like, tons of my friends are dead. Like you, you're you're fine. If anything, you, know you should be burning goats. Yeah, you burn a goat for making me drink a statue. I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> no, it's it's so upsetting. But I guess they're like. A part of them is also like, I'm so scared of this guy because I don't want to drink another statue. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, so they're like, okay, I'll do whatever this... Can you imagine drinking a statue? What if you were like admiring a statue at a park and you're like someone and God was like, you like this statue? I'm like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. nice. Very That's pure. a nice statue. It's like, cool, you're going to drink it. And he like puts a little like face mask on and starts torching starts, it. like to melt welding it. it. Yeah, what, melting what, it. What, what, why? <laughs> Do it. Don't drink that. <laughs> and, then, and then later it's sort of explained to you why it was wrong that you were admiring that statue. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that because simultaneously I was just telling Moses like you can't do that. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, okay. So wait, I you I I met I heard the convert or you were telling me it's like no 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 I'm not you weren't even there I was talking to your but brother. You should have known. But yeah, you should have known, and now you get punished. <laughs> stinks. This stinks. And Aaron shall lay both his hands upon the head of the live goat and confess over him all the iniquities of the children of Israel and all the transgressions in all their sins, putting them upon the head of the goat, and shall send him away by the hand of a fit man into the wilderness. Mm, oh, so that's what you man. do with the scapegoat. Okay. Oh, yeah, and a fit man. Hey. <laughs> hey. It's a, <laughs> He's a fittest of, man. Do you know a certain man? A cer- yeah, yeah, fit man and certain man. It uh, <laughs> sounds like Mega Man. Uh, like yeah, an enemy, guys. fit man. Cut man and guts man. Yeah, fit man. Fit man and certain man. <laughs> Who's this fit man? Hubba hubba. You get like the little power of certain man. Um. So yeah, I see. Oh, because that's how a scapegoat works. You touch the, the head of the goat. You say all the bad things people did. And then you send it away. And he takes the sins, I guess. This, yes, now it's in the brain of the goat. <laughs> this freaky goat knows all the bad stuff people have been thinking. And then you get a, a fit man, because that goat's not going to want to go. You're going to need a strong... Yeah, because he's crazy now. Yeah, he's crazy with all this evil that you put in him. Right, so you need a nice, strong fit. I mean, he doesn't fit have to man. be, like, jacked up, but, you know, just someone fit, who's... Like, just cares about their fitness. Could do cardio, because you might have to. Yeah, you don't have to be like a Hulk. No, but lean, you know, someone who's lean, looks good, lean, yeah, drinks looks juice. Good clothing drapes on the fit man. Mm. Get out of here, you evil goat. You're crazy. <laughs> You're crazy now, man. You're like the giver. Like, we gave yeah. you every. You absorbed everything. Now just go out into the wilderness. It's so and funny just, that God doesn't care about the wilderness. Like, isn't he aware of the wilderness too? Or to him, he's like, ah, that's it's crazy. I think out he's there. like, that's scary. It's scary. I'm not going into I'm the woods. I'm not going in the wilderness. I made it. <laughs> <laughs> no way. All the high grass. There's ticks out there. Yeah, no way. Like, get out of here. <laughs> and the goat shall bear upon him all the iniquities unto a land not inhabited, and he shall let go the goat in the wilderness. And Aaron shall come into the tabernacle of the congregation and shall put off the linen garments which he put on when he went into the holy place and shall leave them there. And he shall wash his flesh with water in the holy place and put on his garments. 
and come forth and offer his burnt offering and the burnt offering of the people and make an atonement for himself and for the people. And the fat of the sin offering shall he burn upon the altar. And he that let go the goat for the scapegoat shall wash his clothes and bathe his flesh in water and afterward come into the camp. And the bullock for the sin offering and the goat for the sin offering whose blood was brought in to make atonement in the holy place shall one carry forth without the camp and they shall burn in the fire their skins and their flesh and their dung. And he that burneth them shall wash his clothes and bathe his flesh in water and afterward he shall come into the camp. And this shall be a statute forever unto you that in the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, ye shall afflict your souls and do no work at all, whether it be one of your own country or a stranger that sojourneth among you. For on that day shall the priest make an atonement for you to cleanse you, that ye may be clean from all your sins before the Lord. Yom Kippur? I think, uh, yeah. He just invented Yom Kippur, but it's weird he that he's not... He just invented a new holiday. But he's not doing it like Passover, where he's naming it. He couldn't think of a name yet. No, this is like... And this is kind of the way that I thought they might talk about Passover. Where you're like, oh, and that became the holiday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't yeah. have to tell me, God, like, make a holiday. Right, yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that this thing That's going to be called Passover. Although I have to say, I'm not quite sure how Aaron's son's dying... Aaron having to atone for them, which I don't quite understand. Sending I don't out think a there's a connection. Sending out a young, strong guy with a goat, and it's like, and now every year we won't eat for a day, and we'll be cleansed. I guess his sons. Let me finish this verse. Okay, we're so close. So close. Let's just let's just put it. Let's kill this chapter. It shall be a Sabbath of rest unto you, and ye shall afflict your souls by a statute forever. And the priest whom he shall anoint and whom he shall consecrate to minister in the priest's office in his father's stead shall make the atonement and shall put on the linen clothes, even the holy garments. And he shall make an atonement for the holy sanctuary. And he shall make an atonement for the tabernacle of the congregation and for the altar. And he shall make an atonement for the priests and for all the people of Israel. And this shall be an everlasting statute unto you to make an atonement for the children of Israel for all their sins once a year. And he did as the Lord commanded Moses, period, end of chapter. Yikes. (laughs) Yikes. <laughs> oh, wow. That was especially what a bad, bad chapter. A shame, too, because it's such an important event. Yeah, you would think it would be a lot better. Oh, yeah. So I think so his sons, clearly they did something bad. The The fire was bad. I remember that it's like God didn't want that fire, but I didn't know it was that bad. I didn't realize like now we need a whole new holiday to deal with sin because it was such a bad thing that they did that it's it like, was the worst fire of all time. I think in God's mind, he's like, okay, that happened. So now mm-hmm. I still need to finish talking about the leper. I am I was in the middle of my story about lepers and discharge and Yeah, stuff. I got to get that off my chest. Okay, so this I'm happened. looking around here and I'm seeing some dirty weenies. So let's, let's, finish let's talk talking about that. About that. <laughs> okay, now let's go back to what happened there. That was really bad. Okay, from now on, if anything, that stuff, here's how we're going to deal with stuff like that. Once a year. You're going to tell atone for all your sins, put it in the goat's brain to have a fit man kick it out of town. And that's going to be called Yom Kippur. I guess. I mean, that's as good as any other explanation for anything that's happened so far. So it's no different. I'm a little bit. I wasn't expecting it. You know, I was so jazzed and psyched up from the last chapter that this is really I thought really... it was just gonna get better and better i know i was like we are in the clear baby it's slam dunks from here on out what was i thinking yeah it's stunk it's stunk i mean at the very least we could say well we all learned where scapegoat comes from ah shame that scapegoat isn't such a boring chapter but yes that that there there it was 
There it is. Like, why does why do we read chapter sixteen? Well, we learned about casting lots, and we and we learned about scapegoats. I mean, I do like the idea that God invented this notion that you can give a goat all of your bad, all of like the bad mojo, and send him out, and that yeah, God doesn't care about the wilderness. I'll say something kind of meta. Mm. I think I'm I'm scanning ahead and seeing a chapter that's coming up that is both bad and mm. short. Ooh. I think much like the scapegoat, this episode should be our scapegoat. We're just we, sending it out to pasture. Let's, let's do this cha- I was like, do I even want to do a chapter that's that last one really stung. I know, we should just walk away. <laughs> let's just like let's just yeah, creep away I'm from married this now. Podcast. I don't need this kind of <laughs> nonsense. This stinks. I think we should just blaze through this next chapter okay. and, you know, send it into the wilderness. This is such like a, it is like such a Jewish idea of just like taking all the bad things and sending it away and hoping no, it never yeah. comes back. You know what? Just get it out of get, here. Just put all the crazy goats out into the wilderness and let's hope that they don't mate and create some sort of super crazy goat yeah, that comes back to kill us. Back. They're in the wilderness. It's, That's it's like, like so far from here. That can never come back to haunt us. But God, should we maybe talk about like the fire and why that upset you so much? And what, like my son's like, no, 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 no. Put it in the goat, bury it I mean, deep in like the goat. Cool... If the idea of scapegoats were a re- thing that people were familiar with, that would be a cool movie. The scapegoat. Like comes back. Yes, I and like it's that. crazier than ever. Totally. Like, yeah, this is like biblical times. Every year you kept sending out these scapegoats while they created a evil family. Yeah, because they have all of our terrible ideas and they're going to come back and, yeah. Oh, yeah, they have all goats. these great ideas for sins. Oh, my God. That's cool. Yeah. Bring the scapegoat is finally back to get its come up or to give us our comeuppance. No one will, no one will scape. And every oh that's, that's great. the tagline. No, no one, one will escape. <laughs> and and it's all the you know it's like it is a metaphor for like bottling up your emotions. No, it's great and stuff. Is that it's all you thought you it's got rid of it. It's all coming back. It's all coming back, baby. It's gonna come back stronger, stronger and worse than ever, and in ways you couldn't imagine until you deal with it. Deal with the scapegoat, which is kind of like the Babadook. Uh, and I love the Babadook. So there you go. In the Babadook they made sleep scary, which I thought was so cool. I got to check it out again. But I love this idea. If any movie producers are producers are listening to the podcast and have been waiting for their next big idea, boom, scapegoat. No one escapes. No one escapes. This Halloween. <laughs> I, okay. Are there any horror movies that take place in biblical times? Mm, there should. That's kind of cool, too. That's interesting. That is kind of cool. Because, like, they're out in the wilderness. No, yeah. We all we talked about how scary night is. I'm just thinking. That's a good idea. Yeah, and it also is a period piece, but it's like, I would say this is cheaper period. It's not like, you know, uh, you're in, like, castles or anything. Yeah, I mean, they do period pieces where... It's like Salem Witch of... Trials, sort of. Yeah, stuff, exactly. But... Like, But these costumes would be pretty... Back in medieval times, some monster is plaguing the castle or whatever. But think about how scary the night scenes would be in this so oh yeah no so i think it's a scary. great I, I think it's a great idea all right we're doing it that's like scapegoat's kind of a silly good idea right but yours is like maybe a legitimately good idea and now that we're gaining our knowledge about the bible we can we can make this happen so oh yeah fade in some guys are casting lots <laughs> hey i rolled the, i rolled goats and they think you know they're trying to cast it out by doing all of these like crazy things you know with the blood trickling the blood and yeah they're trying to like get god to 
help. Oh, that's really good too. They're they're hoping that and like they're but, sprinkling the blood. I mean, those scenes in the altar are disgusting. Really scary, fun, especially you know, if, like, if 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 Aaron is doing it by himself. You know, at night. Yeah, and he's just like trying to <laughs> sprinkle <laughs> the blood and do <laughs> all the things. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> As the monsters like approaching, yeah, and he's hoping that this is gonna stop it because they don't know what to do. That's cool. All right, chapter seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> We kind of had to invent something kind of fun for us to yes, yeah, we dive please. back into this <laughs> We were basically like trying to come up with an entire movie so we could <laughs> anyway, just pretend to be watching that. So was that chapter 17? I hope so. Was it, please? And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and unto his sons and unto all the children of Israel, and say unto them, This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded, saying, What man soever there be of the house of Israel that killeth an ox or lamb or goat in the camp, or that killeth it out of the camp, and bringeth it not unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation to offer an offering unto the Lord before the tabernacle of the Lord, blood shall be imputed unto that man, and he hath shed blood, and that man shall be cut off from among his people. What does it mean, blood shall be imputed unto that man? I have, which I think that's a great phrase but mine says that person will be guilty of a capital offense such a person has shed blood and must be cut out from the community uh and just because yeah so anything you kill any animal you kill has got to go to the tabernacle I yeah it's know only that. you only kill for sacrifice i guess so you can't just be like murdering indiscriminately mm, okay but what if you're gonna eat it well that's what i was asking mm. like do you still bring it to the tabernacle oh maybe that's the point it, like you eat the animals so you're you're giving it you're giving like a wave offering to god Maybe you have to, any animal you kill, you got to give a little bit to God. To God. That makes sense. A little tax. To the end that the children of Israel may bring their sacrifices, which they offer in the open field, even that they may bring them unto the Lord, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, unto the priest, and offer them for peace offerings unto the Lord. And the priest shall sprinkle the blood upon the altar of the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and burn the fat for a sweet savor unto the Lord. It, it almost sounds like an FDA sort of thing, you know, where it's like, we can't just have people killing animals. You know, speaking, like, thinking about... The last chapters of like lepers and mold mm. and genital discharge. It almost as much as God can be like, I'm just coming up with rules. It feels like he's saying we can't just kill things out in the out in the open. Bring them to like a clean kitchen, mm -hmm. which is the tabernacle, and we'll do it there. That's nice. You know, under supervision of professionals. Yeah, maybe it might have a double function. Of that, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, I, I would hope that God is just being like, we gotta, we're gotta, we going to kill animals, we got to do it clean, we got to make sure everything's taken care of, because otherwise it's going to get messy. You're like an Ibible apologist. You're I like, am. This right? is yes, probably yeah, this what is they why, meant, and okay, this is actually a good, good idea. This is it's why good, you got to keep it clean. Well, I'm, try I'm trying, I'm really trying to, yeah, <laughs> to no, understand nice. why. Yeah, I like it. And they shall no more offer their sacrifices unto, the, unto devils. What? After, after whom they have gone a-whoring. Whoa. What? <laughs> what? Who is what? talking? God, God is, suddenly? God's like, eh, what? You devils. You go a whoring around. And they shall no more offer their sacrifices unto devils after whom they have gone a whoring. Excuse me? I wasn't me? doing that. I was killing them to We've eat. never talked about devils and a whoring. It sounds like he's like in the Wild West now. Yeah, he's like an old... 
old guy with like a whistle in his yes, teeth. Yes, yeah, a prospector who's seen better days. Whom they've got a horn. That's the problem with these devils. Don't be killing your animals out in the field. Wow, God. Okay. A little personality. I'm shocked to see, because I, I also, like, my understanding of Judaism was like, there isn't any sort of devil Yeah, that way you, like, don't believe in that stuff. Well... It's right here. Yeah. You're offering sacrifices to evil spirits out in the fields. Yeah, what? Next time a Jewish person's like, yeah, I don't believe in hell. We don't believe in hell. We don't believe in the devil or any of that stuff. I'll be like, uh, you know who does believe in devils? God. God is really superstitious about nasty little devils out there in the yeah, fields. Yeah, making sacrifices unto devils. Out there a whoring. <laughs> This shall be a statute forever unto them throughout their generations. And thou shalt say unto them, Whatsoever man there be of the house of Israel, or of the strangers which sojourn among you, that offereth a burnt offering or sacrifice, and bringeth not unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation to offer it unto the Lord, even that man shall be cut off from among his people. And whatsoever man there be of the house of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn among you, that eateth any manner of blood, I will even set my face against that soul that eateth blood, and will cut him off from among his people. So is I will set my face against that soul. That's a that sounds threatening. And he so you can't ever drink blood, as tasty as it might be. Don't if you do eat it. Blood. I'm gonna set my face against you. Uh, you're out of here. He, that that seems, that seems like, like that's... he's gonna get up in your face. Mm, don't you do that? Like yes. <laughs> yeah. God's gonna start don't pushing you. What? Yeah. What? Come on. Come on. Do it again. Drink what? some more blood. Do it. Do it. I dare you. I dare you. Guess what? Get out of here. Get out of here. Get into the wilderness. <laughs> Go with the scapegoats. No. No. The crazy evil scapegoats. Ooh, that would be Don't a good maybe like opening scene of scapegoat is like a guy who gets cut off from the community. Oh, and they're like, "Don't take me to the scapegoats." Yeah, and you're like, like he, "Oh, that's how I learn. That's how I get the exposition out about what scapegoats are." Yeah, like he's just out there in the wilderness trying to like survive on his own now cuz he he's can't like, be it's a part okay. of It's okay. It's actually yeah. not so scary. Creek. <laughs> like some brushes. I mean, uh, some bushes that? start moving. Oh, that's not. that. Can, there's no such thing as a scapegoat. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's all secretive, like in the tabernacle. So the They've regular never people. never seen them. They're out in the wilderness. Yeah. No, he couldn't have survived. And then, like, green eyes or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, goats don't do evil things. They're just right. goats. He wouldn't, that, that's just, like, a, that's just something they tell you to scare it's you. It's a normal goat. No, and then the goat rips him to shreds, or at least we think. We don't know. Yeah. Turns him in. Yeah. <laughs> we don't see it yet. And then cut to, you know, the next the day. The next day and our real hero. Yes. It's just chopping wood or something. <laughs> yeah. Fit man. Fit man. <laughs> Getting fit. Damn, Lifting, he looks good. He looks good. Nice and fit. Hey, Fit Man. Hey, Charlie. How are Just you? Going How's... on my normal jog, my morning jog yeah. around the neighborhood where we meet all the characters mm, and see yes, what by the, the well. village looks like by the day. It, it's also surprising to me in this part that like being cast away is is considered the worst. I'm surprised he's not saying if you eat a cat, a, a goat, I'm going to kill, kill you. you. He's like, no, you'll. No, that's better. You'll, I'll, I'm going to send you away. Yeah, I mean, it seems really scary out there. Yeah, it is true. It, my gosh, nobody wants that. Slow death. No. With the scapegoats. They'd rather die. Kill me, please. It's funny because God is creating how scary it is in the wilderness. And then he's saying, and I'm going to put you out there. He's doing, he's kind of playing both sides a little bit. What do you mean? Like the wilderness might not be so scary if it wasn't for God sending like crazy goats out there. And now he's oh, saying, yeah, guess what? Right. If you... He's like, nothing I can do about it. Yes. <laughs> My hands are tied. Yeah. I mean, the wilderness. Whew. 
That's scary stuff. Wouldn't want to be out there. Anyway, if you do anything that upsets me, you're living with those guys. Yeah. Those freaks. You go whoring around with devils. Yeah. <laughs> God's crazy. Yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> this is nuts. All right. Almost done with this chapter. Here. All right. Cut him off. I'm going to get in his face. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. This is like a verse that I bet if we spend some time, it sounds like it could be interesting. But he, he's like, yeah, he's linking up blood with like it's meat to him. Blood means blood is life, life. And so if you take that for yourself, yeah, this is like really old school logic. You know, it seems like a logic thing that we could parse and try to make sense. of. It's like There's you can't. Like, you, that's the lifeblood. You can't just like be drinking that to life for taste in the blood. And that's for me to and to. It's like holy atonements, right? It's not just for guzzling. It's not for drinking as tasty as you think it is. Yeah. So maybe fit man, you know, in his quest for supreme fitness, is like learns like that the blood makes you strong. Totally. Well, I'm I'm fit man. Like that sounds perfect for what I what I'm. This is making me want to drink blood more than I ever have in my life. Yeah. So like now, fit man is like souped up. Yeah. But he also gets sent out into the goat into goat world and you think fit man could survive but guess what those goats are crazy or he like learns that the goats have a point oh fit man learns and he comes back to tell people but back. they think he's crazy now i don't know we have the whole bible to figure this movie <laughs> true, out. to figure out the fit man scapegoat movie <laughs> therefore i said unto the children of israel no soul of you shall eat blood no soup for you <laughs> Neither shall any stranger that sojourneth among you eat blood. And whatsoever man there be of the children of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn among you, which hunteth and catcheth any beast or fowl that may be eaten, he shall uh, even pour out the blood thereof and cover it with dust. Okay, I, this is this. I'm kind of at least I understand what's happening. He's saying don't eat blood. Don't eat blood. But man, people must have been just like guzzling, wringing out animals and drinking that stuff for a while ah. for mm, the best part. The blood. For it is the life of all flesh, the blood of it is for the life thereof. Therefore I said unto the children of Israel, Ye shall eat the blood of no man or flesh, for the life of all flesh is the blood thereof. Whosoever eateth it shall be cut off. And every soul that eateth that which died of itself, or that which was torn with beasts, whether it be one of your own country or a stranger, he shall both wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even, then shall he be clean. But if he wash them not, nor bathe his flesh, then he shall bear his iniquity. The end. Started to like teeter back into like we've already talked about like dirty animals, dirty dirty dead animals. Cleaning stuff, yeah. He started to to lose them. And he was like, "Eh." and and I feel like the chapter didn't even end on a like a capper. I feel like he was just like caught himself kind of going back. And then he was like, "Uh, you're unclean lepers or mold. Anyway, anyway. Just get out of here. But it's yeah, like because. You will be cast out of society. Seems like that is the big. That's the end of the chapter. Yes, or you will be cast out. Period. Yeah, not like. And if it already died, you're gonna have to take a bath. <laughs> Doesn't have That's quite the less. same effect. <laughs> and you will take a bath. Okay. Sure, I can do that. So we can kill animals out there. Yeah, but you're gonna well, need a bath. You, and I guess you know bathing you can be annoying. Bath. You know, setting up the whole bath and getting the water. 
okay, man. You were just talking about whoring around with demons, but yeah, I'll take a bath if I eat a dead animal out there. Wow, okay. Jeez. You're gonna do it. You're gonna need a bath, but I'm not gonna be cast out for that. No. No, no, not for that. I guess that's what I said, huh? Okay. Okay. All right, well. Enjoy your bath. Good talking to you guys. <laughs> Enjoy the bath. I'll talk to you how's after. The, how's the bath? We could uh, play some dice afterward. Yeah. What are you doing after your bath? Yeah, mm, smells good. Can I get a little wave offering of that or? No. No, it's mine. And you can't do anything about it. That's true. I didn't make a rule about that you have to give. You make a rule about you have to. I would love to smell that. (laughs) Okay, God. Well, good talking to you, God. Um, Weird couple of chapters, very disparate subjects. Yeah, this chapter was better than the previous chapter. I'll give it that. I was going to say it was, but it was only because I was thinking of like a haunted goat. Yeah, the (laughs) whole time. Part of the Bible. <laughs> this chapter's a lot better if you come up with a totally different story to think about while you're reading it. Yeah, really kind of smile scary. to yourself and be like, that's fun. Yeah, I was like, wow, I liked how like spooky this was, but that was our ideas. I bet a lot of creative people have an experience like being bored at church and being like, I'm just going to invent stuff in my head. Mm. You know, like, because I spend so long here, it's so boring. I just will have a, a rich interior life. It's true. I, I bet a lot. Yes, I, I'm sure many ideas have come up from people who have been bored at services. Yes. I agree with that. And it looks like next week, now I'm in the business of skimming ahead. Yeah. I think it's going to be good again. I think it's going to be really good. All right. You know, I mean, overall, I'm still enjoying Leviticus just based on the crazy rules. And again, because Exodus got so boring, we've had some really good stuff. I mean, yeah, it's been a mix. It's been a mixed bag. Mixed bag. which is But a part we, of a mixed bag is some good stuff. That's true. You know, you never really hear that about the mixed bag, is that there's some no. good stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, you focus on the bad stuff, but right. it's nice. Yeah, it's like a Chex Mix is kind of what I'm thinking. And it's like, there's still some mm. of those little rye crisps or whatever in there. It's not Well, bad. I mean, I can't get on board with that analogy because I love Chex Mix. Yeah, I actually like Chex Mix. To me, that's not a mixed bag at all. <laughs> it's it, it's a mix of things, but it's fully tasty. I'd say it's more like, what's a mixed bag? I was about to say, like, mixed nuts. Yeah, what about, like... I, again, um, I was like, I kind of like all these nuts. Great nuts. But what about... Well, I'm, I'm not a fan... I think we already talked about mixed nuts, too, so... <laughs> We're Did treading we, on... On this podcast? I think so. I think we talked about how walnut... I don't like walnuts very much, so... Oh, I, somehow I know you don't like walnuts, yeah, so, so I we think must we have talked, talked about, about this before. it. But I was going to say... um Trail mix, maybe, you know, like you get too many raisins. That could be kind of, that's kind of a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. You like raisins? I do. But I do you know like what I raisins. don't like is uh, banana chips. Oh, in interesting. Your more exotic. Uh, mm-hmm. Chips. Chip. Not a traditional more potato. Exotic, uh, uh, trail mix. Okay. Everyone could picture their own mixed bag is what we're saying. Yeah. What's a mixed bag to you? Yeah. Yeah. To you. Email BibleBrothersPodcast at gmail.com. Favorite shape. Favorite shape. If you know someone at a major corporation. What's a mixed bag Actually, to you? I think I just read that Elon Musk is going to host Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Do we know was... anyone there that maybe they could ask if he would, if like Tesla wants to sponsor us or? Oh, you think that's our in? Maybe. It's the closest we would be it's the to closest like. closest we're getting. To, yeah. Well, check out Saturday Night Live, guys. <laughs> I'm still thinking about the mixed bag. I mean, I don't know if I've ever had a mixed bag. Of? Anything. What about um um like Halloween candy, those big bags? And sometimes they have like Kit Kat, Snickers, and then oh. Whoppers. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, a mixed bag of Halloween candy. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember why we're talking about this. Wait, that's always oh, Leviticus. Leviticus. Leviticus is a, is a mixed bag, and <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes there's a Whopper, but hey, sometimes but there's a fun size But I couldn't get behind Snickers. it until I came out. Yeah. Shoot, I just had one, and oh, I know sorry. the podcast is done. And I know we gotta go. I know we gotta go. <laughs>
but but I did have one. Ah. Well, if you come up with it, I'll ah. put it in the uh, description of the episode. Yeah, why don't we pick it up in the next episode? Maybe we'll hear some, maybe we'll get some answers from people. Just quiet. It just starts quietly with us thinking about. Oh, <laughs> just, let's just pick it up right it. where we left yeah. off. I had it. I had it. I had it. I had it. But the Halloween candy is the best one yet. Nice. Give us five stars on iTunes. I, we think those are helpful. Email BibleBrothersPodcast at gmail.com. Tell everyone you know about the podcast and uh, become a sponsor. The God Squad. Start a company. Get start very a com- successful. Start a huge company. That would really help us out. <laughs> that would be the best. Is someone could start like a, a you know a crypto thing or something. That seems mm-hmm. like you can make money in that right now. Yeah, the crypto NFTs. An NFT, and then yeah, get us oh. in on that. Um. All right. Well, this was fun. Yeah. Until then, read the Bible. Great. <laughs> Bye. Bye.